Hello, hello. This is Yuri with Moving Sales Professionals. We are here on our podcast. We have Jason Roscoe with us today, joining us with Falcon Moving. How are you today, Jason? I'm great. How about you? Good, 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 good. So let's talk about where you are, what you're doing, where you're seeing yourself. Okay, perfect. So uh, I am located in South Elgin, which is a suburb of Chicago, about uh, 45 minutes to an hour, about northwest of Chicago, depending on the time of day and traffic. Um, and then, sorry, what was the next question you asked? Well, let, let's start back to what we were starting with. So what got sure. you interested in the moving industry? How did you get started? That's a great question. So actually, throughout my life, when I was uh, really young, I've just always been entrepreneurial. Um, when I was a kid, the house that my parents and, and I lived in, it was actually on a golf course. And uh, one of the first things I did is I would like find golf balls that people would just hit into the yard or eventually start fishing them out of the pond. And I would sell them to the people that were uh, that were golfing. So that's kind of one of the first things I did entrepreneurial. And when I got a little bit older, I realized I could cut people's lawns and make a lot more money doing that. And especially as a kid, I mean, 10 or 20 bucks is a lot of money for a kid. So I did that for a couple of years and I eventually got pickup truck. So uh, one winter I was trying to figure out how to make money. Um, I think it was a two wheel drive truck. So I wasn't able to do snow plowing or anything like that. But somebody suggested to me that I could go to local furniture stores, offer to do furniture deliveries. And I think one of the first stores I went to was, uh, was big lots. And I guess they actually don't have like a, like a contract with the carrier, like a lot of other furniture stores do. Um, but yeah, so I started doing furniture deliveries for them, as well as a couple other furniture stores. And um, eventually had a couple people ask me to move their entire house. I think it was like customers from furniture stores or just a couple of people that knew I had, um, I had like a little enclosed trailer with my pickup truck. So I eventually did a couple of moves, like move an entire house, realize it's a lot more money you can make doing that as opposed to delivering like a mattress or a couple of couches. So then uh, quickly decided that doing just moves only was the best option as far as uh, moving or delivery. So that's kind of so how, how, are, how young moving. were you uh, when you started doing um, the, the thing with big lots? Um, it's about 20 or 21. So here's one thing for you guys listening. So I talk a lot during these podcasts about the need for being creative and uh, things of that nature. So here you here you go. There's, that's that's exactly something that type of thing that you should be looking at when you're trying to add additional things to your business, additional trucks on the road, additional work for your guys is you got to get creative and uh, yeah. grabbing something as simple as just stopping by a store. Just don't assume that they have something. Maybe they don't. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't ask, you will never, ever know that. Yeah. So, okay. So what would you say were some of the challenges when you first started and how did you overcome them? Um. So when I very first started, um, I had like friends helping me. So they were a little, a little unreliable. I didn't really have a full-time person. It was just myself and one other person when I very first started, but I guess it was actually, in some aspects, it was a little easier that way because I was 
I was always there. So making sure things would go a certain way. And then, you know, it was relatively easy to, to have a friend or a different friend. They just had a bunch of people to, to choose from. But I would say once I started not doing the moves myself, not doing the deliveries myself, then that's where there beca- became challenges. Because at that point, I had been doing the moves and deliveries for probably two or three years and then not doing it. I would be entrusting people that were either brand new with it or just didn't really care very much. Uh, when I was very first starting, I couldn't really afford to pay people that much or have people full time because of the lack of hours. So I would say those are some of the challenges when I very first started. Um, but after that, you know, there's I'm sure everybody watching and you know, there's a variety of different uh, different problems and challenges in the moving industry, and I've experienced a lot of different challenges as well and i think that's something that all of us as owners in general have an issue with it's about you know when you have your baby you know and you have to it's it's about letting things go letting some of the controls out of your hands and that that's always a problem because it's it's so important to have a person right there and there that are that's that's able to handle the same kind of responsibility that you, that you've put on yourself for x amount of time. So letting go of some of the controls, it's a difficult thing to do. But as owners, it's something that we have to do sooner or later because sooner or later we need to take the next step. Because that's yeah, exactly you need to take you need to scale, you need to grow, you need to build and put the processes in place that are going to allow you to grow your business, whether it's moving or something else. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's something that we definitely have to work with. And I mean, you're, you're, you're looking at Jason here who went through mowing a very, very big lawn to a smaller lawn to moving, so, yeah. you know, as far as a golf course goes, did you ever mow a golf course too? Oh no, no, I didn't, I didn't do that. I think so when you mentioned up thinking, wow, well, you had, must've had a lot of practice, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> big field in front of you. You're like, Oh, the golf yeah. course was in my backyard. Yeah, I uh, start started uh, mowing my parents' lawn when I was like eight or nine or ten years old, and then after a couple of years, uh, got better and did some neighbors' yards. Yeah, I hear you. You know, it's kind of interesting now that I think back. So I moved to the states when I was eleven from Ukraine. Okay, right. And uh, the first physical job that I actually did is that my neighbors next door, uh, they were moving. Ironically enough, it's yeah. something that I'm just going back. They were moving, and I actually helped them out by ha- by helping them load the truck with their stuff. I mean, they gave me like two, three bucks, but that's yeah. uh, that's how far moving goes at this point. You know, I'm gonna be forty next month, March here, but uh, here here we are going back to when I was eleven years old. So that actually wouldn't started that long ago. Ironic. Yeah. But uh, yeah. what would you say? So we talk about obviously with the current situation in terms of market that we're all dealing with the current market conditions. So how would you see so far your 2023 shaping up? What are you doing differently? Yeah, I would say it's definitely going to be a challenge. But one thing we want to focus on is trying to figure out more more avenues for marketing and kind of do a little more of what we already are doing. You know, we send postcards in the mail, uh, buy, buy some leads online, but uh, th- those leads aren't really that great. And then I don't do the pay-per-click in Google, but I do the, uh, the Google guaranteed. So that's, that works pretty well for me. So I'm probably going to start doing a little bit more of that. And then 
as far as the postcards, I might start adding a couple additional counties as well. So I have a large, larger reach for that bigger audience. Yeah. And I, I think that that's, that's an important thing. Definitely. I mean, between per click and uh, Google guarantee or any kind of guaranteed leads in general, it's certainly something that can help uh, right. at this point. And we deal with that a lot. But I think as far as leads go, while their quality is not what it used to be, and it's certainly lower than it used to be, it's still an avenue for a lot of companies, especially newer ones. I mean, you're a little bit more okay. established. Uh, you've been How long have you been doing it, Jason, at this point? About six years. Okay. So you've been doing it for a while. For, for the uh, new companies, especially if you guys just came off the truck just very recently, just don't, you just opened, unfortunately... For for new folks, leads may be the way to go at least to start off with. Because keep in mind, you don't have the following yet. You haven't had a chance to build re reviews. You haven't had a chance to build a base where people are using you consistently. You know, let's say some people move a couple of times a year. Some people move every year because they're changing apartments and stuff like that. Maybe they're not quite uh, to the point where they're buying a house. But uh, so something like that, you don't have a choice but to do leads, at least in the beginning, until you build that uh, review base online, right? So right. for me and with what we do here at Moving Sales Professionals, uh, a lot of, well, I mean, we have all sorts of clients. We have clients that came off the truck yesterday. We have clients that have been in business for 30 plus years. So we have variety of different people that we work with, but with new companies and with leads specifically, follow-up is it becomes extremely, extremely important. And that's yeah, something definitely. that we very much focus on. We certainly follow CMAT. Um, so we're calling them, we're emailing, we're texting. This, this is important if because it's very simple. If you don't call them, somebody else will. If you don't yeah. email them, somebody else will. Yeah, if exactly. you don't text them, somebody else will. You, you, have, you have to do that stuff from the standpoint that you need to have the advantage. And the other thing, too, is that you're going to hear people say, I'm already booked. Don't stop there. Most yeah. salespeople that are out there that don't have the training that my people have, that don't come from call center background like I do, to them, oh, okay, have a nice day. That's where it ends. No, you don't know what what they what uh, I'm already booked means. That can mean a variety of things. That can mean... I got a quote. I looked at it. I'm thinking about calling them back, but I haven't actually yeah. put the deposit down. Or in some cases, maybe I did put the deposit down, right? But reality is that I just got three other quotes and the numbers don't seem to match up. The quote that I got was too low or too high, but now I'm having doubts. But you won't know that if you don't ask those additional questions. What yeah, I always exactly. tell my salespeople, yeah, is that ultimately um you already in that particular situation you already have a no you have nothing nowhere to go but up and worst case scenario you still have that now best case scenario you may book a move yeah and if you do this enough and you're gonna get those answers often enough you probably hear that a couple of times a week sometimes a couple of times a day so that could be a difference of five, 10, who knows how many jobs each month. Turn that into a year. That's a lot of business that you're letting walk away. 
So we 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 gotta fight. We we gotta fight for what's out there. We gotta fight for yeah. our place under the sun. Don't be, you know, complacent. Don't be just letting things go like that. We're we're in the sales industry. Whether you're willing to admit it to yourself or not, yeah, exactly. You're moving. You're trying to fill your trucks. You want to. You want your guys to work. You don't want your good workers to walk away. So you're putting them at work. You're giving them an opportunity to feed their families. Is going to be important. And that yeah. may require creativity. That will require some additional uh, asking those questions. Some additional, you know, taking initiative. If you don't take that, you're not. Where are you going to get in this world? I mean, for most of us, myself included, I came to this country. I had nothing. You know, I had nothing. I started with nothing. So everything that I've had and that I have at this point, I had to work for my entire life. I had to pay my way to college. I had to do a lot of things myself. So so do all of you guys. Whether you have a college education or not, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that most of us have not had a silver spoon or gold spoon in our mouth, and we have to work for everything we have. We have to build the future. We have to build something, right? If you have to build something, you oh, guys, you have to fight for it. Nobody's going to give it to you. Right. That's the reality. That's a reality yeah, exactly. that we're living in today. So, you know, we definitely want to make sure that we all build up, whether we're a smaller company or a build, bigger company. You can never, you can never st st stay quiet in that way. You know, you, you have to, you right. have to get somewhere because realist, re reality is this. Besides the fact that I'm here, I'm building company, I'm you know, I'm feeding my own family, but it's not just that. Now you're really responsible for every single person that's working for you because they got to feed their families. So you owe it to them to take the initiative. You owe it to them to be creative. You owe it to them to do something that maybe other people in your area, other companies in your area that you're competing with haven't thought of. But uh, once again, we're, you know, we're trying to get... Uh, moving companies from across the country, so we're obviously we've, uh, we're traveling towards Chicago today. Okay, we'd like to be all over the place. So once again, Jason, it's it's a pleasure to have you on our podcast. Uh, I'm sure we're gonna reconnect at some point in the future. Uh, we'd love to have you on again. And uh, as the world moves on its own, let the professional yeah. move yours. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for our podcast, Jason, and we'll have you again soon. And thank you for being on with us and continue liking, subscribing, and please follow Falcon Moving in Chicago, near Chicago, and uh, support Jason, Roscoe, and his company. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mm -hmm.